0: Rick Jensen on 11:50 AM, 101.7 FM, WDEL. Hey, it's Rick Jensen broadcasting live for the 2022 Flower Market, where they raise thousands and thousands of dollars every year for children's charities. Look who stopped by. We've talked with Julianne Murray, Kennedy, for Attorney General, many, many times. Never met personally. I just want to say, and Randy, you crack the mic if you like to, yeah, man. Yeah. But I got to let you know, she's rocking a Hawaiian shirt. Nice. There points. you go. A lot of points here. And I'm trying to see, you know what? It's also one of the good ones. You know, the, the good ones are where the sleeve and the, and the pocket match the, uh, the design. Yeah. You know, that's how you know it's a, it's a good aloha shirt. Oh. I don't know if it's a Rain Spooner or a Tori Richards, but. It's a Tommy Bahama. That's fake. All right. For, for those of us who are, um, what's the word I want to use? Aficionado. About Not, purists. Yeah. We'll go with purists. Purists, no, no, no. What'd you say, Randy? Aficionado. Aficionado, I'm I'm thinking snob. I was just going to go with snob works. <laughs> I think snob work. Yeah, for those of us who are Hawaiian shirt snobs, you know, you got some of those originals back right. in the day. Sure. Yeah, exact Exactly. So anyway, uh, you ran for governor, and when we were talking with you, interviewing you, running for governor, uh, Randy and I kind of looked at each other and said, she ought to run for attorney general. Listen to the way she's talking. And here you are. Here I am. Great name recognition by running for governor. Mm-hmm. Was that your intent?
1: No. No, my intent when I ran for governor uh, was to, to be governor. And incidentally, for those that can't don't have the visual, the this headset fades in and out, uh, so I have to hold this cord just so. Uh, oh so, my gosh, so are you I, really doing that? I really am. You're so, a
0: broadcaster. I am. Really? I am. So you have experience doing this. You know how to wiggle the jiggle if, the, if it's not working right. Yes,
1: I do a, a, a call-in show on Saturdays from 12 to 2 in Sussex County. It actually reaches into Kent that is... Uh, a legal call-in show russian roulette no call screener we go from the constitution to propane contracts it's good stuff <laughs> um but it's it, only in sussex uh, yeah. right uh i but had no, no I, idea I, I ran for governor to be governor right and, yeah and uh but it absolutely had i will tell you when i was running though when the um the riots happened in delaware and the no confidence letter came out from the fop the police Chiefs Council, and. <clears throat> the Delaware State Troopers Association, hey, flim happens, that's what happened to no, you. No, yeah, that's happened to me too, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, that I thought, hmm, that's interesting. You know, when law enforcement is not, you know, doesn't feel like they have the backing of the attorney general, you have a problem.
0: Yeah, a real serious problem because the attorney general is supposed to be the top cop. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and the top cop says, uh, you know what, you uh, men and women get out there, risk your lives, and I'm not gonna prosecute the people that you're arresting you 've got a real problem
1: you do, and you know and, and in that particular circumstance, what was telling about it was I mean the police officers arrested her own deputy attorney general in Kent County upheld those charges uh-huh. so she, you know so it 's not like this was crazy stuff and right. you know, and she overruled it and dropped the charges and and it was viewed. Uh, politically and i and I think that that is or for me that's a that's a big issue because the office of the attorney general has been politicized and I don't think it should be it's about enforcing the law
0: well that was my opinion when I first took a look at her legislative priorities for 2021 now understand something folks um, per the delaware state constitution the attorney general uh, has a right and I would say a duty to address problems when it comes to Law enforcement absolutely and to lobby if you will lawmakers perhaps even the governor regarding changes in how they do policing and when I saw these um, these priorities I I thought gosh how much of this is actually politics how much of this uh, is related to law enforcement so I'd like to go through each one of these okay and uh, then We'll talk about whether or not these are actually politics or policy. Okay. Number one for Kathy Jennings, your opponent, the Attorney General, require a permit to purchase a gun. Politics. Why? Well,
1: twofold. One is that, you know, she is aiming, and uh, I believe the second one is about the uh, magazine capacity restriction, On both of those, she is targeting legal gun owners, but she's doing it in a way as if to say there's going to be a reduction in violent crime if we have these. And the reality is that people who follow the law and are legal gun owners are not the problem. It's the illegal people who are purchasing illegal guns that are the problem, and these kinds of statutes are not going to stop crime in Delaware. Prosecuting crimes is going to stop crime or slow down crime in Delaware. So I see that as a political position.
0: Okay, I mean, you know, historically we've also seen where in Chicago and Washington, D.C., uh, they expanded uh, gun prohibitions and crimes committed with guns increased. Actually increased, yeah. yes. Uh, the, th- the third one, because you did that with the assault weapons. Uh, regulate homemade gun kits, ghost guns. Now, I will tell you that uh, there have been uh, as far as I've seen, um, a number of shootings, mass shootings, even using guns that were made at home, they like to call them ghost guns, such like that mm-hmm. so
1: arguably, that was a little uh, more nuanced in my view. it is you know and, and nationally it has been more of an issue i um I do not I do think that from a statistic standpoint, uh they are using the the statistic that says these shootings have happened with ghost guns as guns that have had the serial number obliterated. Which is different, there, you know, but basically under the definition of ghost gun, it is basically that you know it does not have a serial number, and so those are two different things. Yeah, you know, I right. mean, crimes can be committed, and I can tell you that serial numbers get obliterated off of guns.
0: Right. Uh, but but And, that and there's one, intent, arguably. by yeah. the way. There, if you're if you're taking the serial number of a gun, there's obviously intent Absolutely. to use that in a crime.
1: Yeah, and that one again, arguably, is uh, not as political because people, you know, that right now, yeah, uh, you know, while I am a Second Amendment pro. I think that the process to purchase, you know, background checks and things like that, uh, you know, have a public policy basis. And with ghost guns, you're not going through that.
0: Right. So, I mean, that was my take years ago when she first came on with this. I invited her to be on the program, didn't hear back. Like, okay, well, maybe she'll be on this year because there's an election going on. Maybe she'll be on election year. We're talking about Kathy Jennings, our current uh, state attorney general. And in, in the broadcast tent at the 2022 flower market. Yeah. Thanks for coming out, and thanks for buying plants. I love that. Thank you so much. A little audience there uh, for the program. Uh, Julianne Murray, and she's running for Attorney General against uh, Kathy Jennings. We're going through Kathy Jennings' uh, priorities, legislative priorities. And yet, um, while the Constitution in the state of Delaware does provide, in fact, I would say, re- I-, I think it really requires the Attorney General uh, to be knowledgeable of what policies we have regarding prosecuting crimes. Mm-hmm and uh, And perhaps uh even this next one would come uh under that too, because I see this next one as being legislative, not being politics, the first three just being pure politics. pure okay. politics, and as uh, Senator Dave Lawson would say, not staying in her lane stay in your lane you know, you yeah you stay in your lane you know you you're not the governor uh you're not a lawmaker. You're not a state representative. You're a state senator, so funding body cameras for every officer in Delaware—that
1: is appropriate, and it is, uh, and and it's actually uh, Title Twenty Nine is what specifies that the attorney general uh, uh, can lobby, but and it it actually says. For matters relating to law enforcement, it's not exclusive. I mean, I, I, could, I could argue that either way, but I think, but body cameras, you know, it's funny that a lot of people say, oh, police don't want body cameras because then they're going to get caught. It's absolutely untrue and the opposite of that. Most, if not all, police officers actually want the body cameras because, like, the statistics are 9.5 times out of 10, and I'm sure somebody will say, oh, it's 9 out of 10 instead of 9.5, whatever. Close enough. Most of the time, the body camera actually... Uh, exonerates uh, or, or, or upholds what the police activity was. So now I think that's appropriate and I think we should have body cameras.
0: Lots of times what we see on social media are excerpts, right, You'll, mm-hmm. you see just a cut of something, mm-hmm. whether it's a body camera or a police cam, and, he, and and I've done this, I've looked and said, good Lord, someone, someone arrest that cop. Mike, throw him in jail, and then, because of what I do, I will go and find the rest of the video, right. whatever it takes. And, and, then, and then I realized, oh,
1: well, lo and behold, well, it's who's, not- the,
0: who's the jerk, you know, is, is trying to, to create this false narrative that something mm-hmm. bad happened, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of social media. You know. And unfortunately, that's the current court of public opinion. And it's like some someone just reads a headline mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with what the story is about, too.
1: Well, and that, I mean, that, that, that is a, a huge problem that we have.
0: Yeah, but now the camera in its entirety correct, can show whether the officer was breaking the law, violating someone's rights, or was actually following procedure. Correct. And that, and that's another thing, too, procedure. So when I saw this from Kathy Jennings, I thought of the five priorities she had, there were only two that were not hyper-political. mm mm-hmm. And they were actually about policy and adhering to, to what is called for in the state constitution. And that is creating a constant and objective use of force standard. Now I know there's someone who will argue, maybe you would too, that we do have standards. We do. But uh, are they consistent and objective?
1: Uh, I do think they're objective, but consistent is another issue because most of the use of force standards are uh, department specific or agency specific. So I think that, um, you know, that potentially uh, having that uh, more uh, centralized w- could be beneficial, absolutely. In what ways? Well, I think that uh, if you're going to have, uh, it, and I, I do not have a, you know, a, a nugget to hand to you that says this department does it this way and this one does it another. Right. Uh, but if there are disparities between the two of them it shouldn't make a difference which agency's policy is coming into place when we get to the issue of use of force.
0: Julianne Burry, um, candidate for Attorney General, here in Delaware. Now, you've been a prosecutor and defense attorney.
1: I've actually not been a prosecutor. I've only, not been I a have prosecutor? not been a prosecutor. I thought you were a prosecutor. No. No, no but what, where you might have gotten that is somebody said, wow, a defense attorney. And I said, who do you think can handle prosecution better than a defense attorney
0: maybe you know
1: because you have to understand how prosecution works and how to take that case apart Uh defense attorneys can become prosecutors very easily prosecutors cannot become defense attorneys why well there is a there's a a, an ego and an attitude that goes with being a prosecutor that is appropriate but it is you know you are your um you have so many things in your toolbox in terms of Probable cause, and you know the the information that you have, the interviews, all of this different stuff. On the defense side, it's about arguing. It's not, you know, it is, you know, it is. So the state side is it's about the evidence and making the case. The defense side is taking it and saying, okay, um, this piece of evidence that they're giving to you, look at it from this angle, or you know, or presenting your witnesses in a way that. Um, undermines the evidence that they have or gives it a a different view for instance so like you said when you take the body camera stuff you know the, the part that is shown you're there you know is you know is incriminating but if you get the rest of it I mean that's where defense comes in you know you get the rest of it and you give it some context I, I the Kyle Rittenhouse case is a perfect example of that okay you know of how the defense really has to uh, work with everything that happens on the prosecution side and Make an argument that makes people go, well. Wait a minute. Maybe that's not. Maybe that's not beyond a reasonable doubt. And so, I mean, I think that you know, it is. You know, it's the the pitch in a defense case is different than it is in a prosecution.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, we were all watching that very, very closely, and uh, I, I was, uh, for one, pretty shocked and outraged at people, not just you know, President Biden. Mm-hmm but especially President Biden Mm -hmm. and others in the media coming to the uh, not only a conclusion before the trial, but the wrong conclusion, the false conclusion. And then afterwards, not even saying to the American people, "Eh, I made a mistake. Oops. Yeah, oops. I made a mistake. I I jumped to a conclusion. It was the wrong one. And that uh, that too becomes a political situation where it's divisive. So I got to ask you this question. Julianne Murray, running for attorney general. Um, and for
1: those out there, he—I do not know where he's going with any of this. No, no, we have—we
0: just. She she came out to the flower market. I said, <laughs> oh, "We have not met before. Come on out. I'd love to see you. Stop by the broadcast tent. Mm-hmm. It is a fabulous broadcast tent. It is. That's it is. a big applause for yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Two Tanks, your engineer, for setting up this fabulous broadcast. And Arthur. Oh, and Arthur, thanks, buddy.
1: I, I would applaud, but I would have see. There we go. I you moved to, the wire. Yeah, that's right. She's yeah, holding the, the wire. wire to her headphones. Those are my old. It's head, fading in and out.
0: Because there's a bad connection on the headphones yeah. wire. It's not your fault, Jimmy. They're my bad headphones. I brought them. I'm a pro. It's, I can handle it. It's all there good. There you go. It's all good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you've handled some pretty hardcore cases I as have. a defense attorney and where people's lives were at risk and such. So I want to know this. Is watching the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, uh, trial. Is that like you eating a big ball of Cocoa Puffs with chocolate milk and, and having a side of maybe, you know, some candies like Juju Bees?
1: You know, civil versus criminal. Yeah. Hugely, hugely different. I yeah. will tell you, it has been the little excerpts that I have seen from that, you know, that trial. Uh, Johnny Depp has just, you know, uh, has. has been poised on a lot of things that i thought were really interesting you yeah. know uh and uh but yeah i mean and, and i you know the civil side of things matters yeah and it you know and so when people are like you know murray you're too you know you're too focused on you know, on criminal stuff there's a whole civil side absolutely the ag's office has a civil side that mm-hmm. that is very important about protecting the citizens of delaware what i'm saying though is from a you know the criminal side is impacting all of our daily lives right now don't, you know, don't turn this into a political argument about Democrats versus Republicans. Public safety, everybody has an ish, an interest in it. Sure. And ours is at risk right now. So the criminal side of it is more of a focus from a campaign standpoint for me than the civil side. But, you know, happy to talk about it. But, yeah, it's entertaining. I will tell you that. That's it was like <laughs> That's a big enter- candy. Oh, absolutely. You
0: know, watch a brain candy yeah, yeah, for you. Yeah. Um, before we go, hmm. you just said that all of our lives are at risk uh, because of... Uh, criminal activity, mm-hmm. and I want you to get more detail for the listeners okay. ab- about why we are at risk. Okay, And it, specifically when it comes to the attorney general's office because you're running for AG.
1: Well, and there there's uh, several pieces that, that are part of this issue. One of them is the failure to prosecute. I mean, uh, the cases are being dismissed, uh, you know, as I get uh, a little bit further along in the campaign, I'm, we will be using numbers and we will be, you know, I mean, this is not a personal attack against our current AG she has to answer for her numbers so there is a failure to prosecute issue there is also an issue with bail okay and and one of the things we didn't get to in that legislative agenda is you know is she wants to end cash bail and you know and and the issue here is um bail has a reason and it is about protecting public safety now I think that they went, years and years ago, way too many people were being locked up pre-trial because of bail. And they did some bail reform and have had to inch that, not inch, they actually had to take a lot of it back and actually put crimes back in that are eligible for cash bail. But what's happening right now is crimes, the AG's office is allowed and should be taking a position on bail decisions that they're not right now. And so police officers are, by and large, are incredibly frustrated because they're bringing somebody in for a crime that they think should have security and there's no security.
0: And and as we wrap up with Julia Murray, plus plus, uh, one more thing people may not know, you've actually spent uh, quite a bit of time in the inner city neighborhoods in Wilmington and learning from people that uh, they want these bad players Absolutely. off the streets and in their Ab- neighborhoods, and it's not happening. Absolutely. All right.
1: And, I, and I mean, so there, there you go.
0: <laughs> Joanne Murray Kennedy for Attorney General here in Delaware. Thanks for stopping by. It's really uh, great to uh, actually finally see you after having talked with you on the phone so many times. Do
1: I get a T-shirt?
0: You get a T-shirt. So we can give you a, a, <laughs> uh, a swag bag. And if you listening want to stop by the tent... <laughs> Sure. I have a T-shirt and a swag bag. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having
1: me. I really appreciate it. Hope we can do it again.
0: This is the 2022 Wilmington Flower Market on WDEL, presented by Christiana Care and Apple Auto Mitsubishi.